Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy,、uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Okay, guys, we're here together today. Jerry V. And, and Cornelius. And Jesse. Yeah, so if you hear a crazy scream and cry, it's not my stomach, it's not Jerry V's uh, uh, anything, it's baby <laughs> Cornelius <laughs> making some wild noises, joining in.、Uh, so today we wanted to share with you our newsletter, the quarterly newsletter, which is not your average newsletter because we make some announcements in this one, a little bit of a change of direction, that kind of stuff. And、uh, a new beginning to something,、uh, a new ministry, which is really, really exciting.、Uh, so we'll just go ahead and read it and then make a few extra comments together as,、uh, as we feel led.、Uh, this is better than reading the newsletter for those who don't have time to read it. And also because you get a little bit more detail, a little bit more understanding. We always try to keep a newsletter no longer than two pages because we understand how it is. Everybody's got a lot of stuff to do, and it's hard to find time to read certain things. So we try to keep it brief as possible. And,、uh, but when we, when we talk and share it, we can expound a little bit more, give some detail, give some insight. And have some things maybe make a little bit more sense. Maybe not. But、um, anyway, here it is. This is、uh, the title of this newsletter. Actually, has the, it says Practical Missions Cohort on it. It has a logo and a little Roman soldier style thing. And that is because、uh, there's a new mission that is now birthed, which、uh, is in the process of becoming a, a reality here to better reach Italians, see churches started here, and get friends, brothers, and sisters in Christ from back in the US. Involved in a variety of different ways, but we'll talk about that in a minute. The newsletter, how does it start, Jerry? Greetings in the name of the Lord. In the Lord. In the Lord. You <laughs> added a word? That's good. That <laughs> makes it more exciting. <laughs> Greetings in the Lord. We write today after a season full of special blessings in Italy, thanks to both John Piper and Greg Allison, who gave of their time to come teach and preach. Those were definitely highlights.、Uh, all my time in Italy, all your time in Italy, neither of us has you know, seen anything quite like.、Uh, This conference that we were at. And what a wonderful thing for、uh, Brother John Piper to be in Italy, wasn't it? Yeah. That's the first time for him ever. Most evangelical leaders、uh, of any substance never find their way into Italy because there's no believers in Italy, basically, that would ever invite them to come over and do anything.、Uh, mm-hmm. But this,、uh, this year, this just so happened, people got him in here. And it was a great blessing to see him. We would have liked to hang out with him, shake hands, but there was about 1,500 other people that wanted to do the same. We didn't feel right about waiting in a line to, to see a man. And I don't think John would have felt right about that either.、Uh, but hopefully, in the future, one day we will meet him. And he'll get to hang out with Cornelius, who's now yeah, making his presence on the podcast. <laughs> Good boy, that shows you how serious we are about podcasting. For us, it's just a thing on the side we do to be a blessing to our supporters and stuff. We're not into all that podcast stuff. Anyway, the newsletter, back to it. It goes on, the second sentence we're now in.、Uh, as you can imagine, with less than 1% of the population evangelical, it is not often that we enjoy meaningful fellowship with other believers outside of our immediate context. Again, less than 1%. That is the evangelical reality in Italy today. Less than 1%, it really does mean 0%, which really does mean you will have a difficult time finding a group of Italian believers in the country called Italy today. Doesn't exist yet. That's why we're here, though. Anyway, back to the letter. This year, Italian Ministries organized a conference with special guest John Piper. John Piper, there he is. And it was amazing to be there and see Italians gathered from all over Italy. The following week, which was great, just after that, 
Uh, we enjoyed personal teaching as Dr. Greg Allison was in our area on a teaching tour. Thanks to our friends at Italian Ministries, Impatto, and SMGI for coordinating all that. Most of you probably aren't, unless you went to seminary, you're probably not aware uh, of Dr. Greg Allison. Uh, for my church plant training studies that I did with uh, Saints Equipped Evangelize, I was uh, able to read his, his historical theology text, the one that accompanies Wayne Grudem's systematic theology. And for me, it was a phenomenal read, really eye-opening to see the history of the church, what they believed all throughout, and even the many errors that well-known and brilliant guys, way smarter than most of us, stuff that they believed, only because all of us are always influenced more than we realize by our culture and our context. And so his text was really eye-opening for me, really life-changing, and I got the chance to hang out with him, meet with him, talk with him, ask questions, and and it was really a wonderful time. Great guy, humble guy. We met his wife also. And uh, hope to see him in the future because he's actually a good Italian speaker. He was a missionary in Italy years ago uh, for almost 10 years. And a uh, good guy all around, just good guy. Back to the newsletter. Baby Cornelius, that's you. He's growing healthy and strong even with his one kidney. Yeah, thank you guys for praying for him. Uh, he's got one kidney, but he's a little bit extra extra fat, extra healthy, I think, because all those he's prayers. Four months? Four months, yeah. He, when we uh, had him checked up at three months, he weighed more than his cousin, who was five months old. So he's small, but he's potent. Growing well. <laughs> Praise God for that. He's making noise. He's singing. Uh, next thing you know, he'll be talking and walking. Uh, but he's doing good. Thank you really for your prayers. It's a huge blessing to know you guys are praying with us and for him. Amen. Uh, Jerry V is doing a spectacular job taking on the role of mother. She wouldn't say that, but I, I did. And I, Jesse, am absolutely loving to be a dad. When Chi-Chi is not crying, which thankfully <laughs> is not too often. He's a really good boy. Well-behaved, quiet. He, he likes to observe, study. He likes to play. He likes to tickle. <laughs> and uh, once in a while he has a crying fit, and I go into panic, but thankfully Jerry's there to do what only mothers can do. Uh, speaking of mothers, Jerry V's mother, it says on the newsletter, has now returned home after her three-month visit to assist us and our ministry during... This new season of life. She is such a blessing. Mama Neats, we call her. Truly a blessing. And uh, was here three months from South Italy just to help us out. She's retired now, so she's flexible a little bit. Came and just stayed with us and was able to really be a blessing helping to cook and clean so I could continue on with ministry stuff. Uh, well, she would help make meals and Jerry v would just tend to the baby. And, uh, and we shared some good laughs and good times of prayer together also. Wonderful lady. Truly a godly example of what it means to be a Christian and how to sacrifice for others. Uh, nine kids coming from the Philippines. She knows a lot about sacrificing. She could tell you guys, all of us, a lot of things. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful lady. We'd all be like a bunch of pansies in front of her, though, because she's really done some major sacrifices, including being away from her family now for how many years? 24? 25 years away from her husband and away from her family, only coming back on occasions to visit because she's working here to labor, make some money, send it back for everybody. So stuff uh, that's not for everybody to understand, but wonderful, wonderful stuff. Praise God for her. Church planting, the next title, to reach Italian people. We still believe with all our hearts the best way to evangelize, number one, is actually evangelizing. So if you don't do that today, which is a real shame and a real scary thing, uh, but evangelizing by having churches planted. When, when believers get converted and are made into disciples, naturally they evangelize. They're excited about the reality of being saved, knowing Jesus, and they can't stop telling other people. And so evangelism happens when churches get started. So that's why we do church planning, to see more and more people reached and more and more people saved in Italy. Praise God for that. 
And the next section here, it starts out, Since the beginning of the year, we have been laboring to help get going the new church plant in Colneado City. So we've come along to uh, make that reality, kind of give it a boost, get it started. During this time, the Lord has refined our vision and our calling. We knew it was church planting, we knew it was Italy, and now He's kind of refined that. What do I mean? It says here, After much prayer and fasting, things that we highly promote, very necessary for the Christian life, we have now committed our hearts to create a non-profit mission. The idea has passed my mind before in the past, but I never entertained it because I know what's involved in starting any kind of business or non-profit. It's just, it's a lot of work, and I didn't want to get involved in that. Um, but in this season, we were led by the Lord, we believe with all our hearts, to actually do just that, start something unique, and uh, by God's grace, bring it into reality and get more and more people involved. What is this non-profit mission? PM with a small C next to it, Practical Missions Cohort, is the final name that, uh, that we chose. Uh, so we did this so we can create a network of partners in the U.S. so we can involve them and recruit and train new missionaries to the work of church planting in Italy. And I would add there now apostolic style church planting in Italy. Uh, for this, we are very excited and grateful to the Lord. Amen. Very, very exciting time. And at this point, it's been a couple of weeks since this letter has been printed, etc., uh, the Articles of Incorporation have been approved by the state of Pennsylvania. Things are moving forward. We have the tax ID number. And uh, a lot of things are coming into place. So great, great blessings. Great things are happening. Uh, the favor of the Lord is there with us for this. After discussing and praying with the directors of SMGI and Impacto, uh, we have decided with their encouragement to begin sooner rather than later the formation of this new mission. So what does that mean? We met, we talked. Uh, rather than uh, wait and start it in two years or begin building it over the next couple of years, they encouraged, maybe it's better now. We prayed about it together to the end of the month and uh, agreed, let's do it now. And so here he says, uh, our intent, once the Lord put it in our hearts, to start this new mission was to slowly build it up over the next one and a half years, which I just said, while living and serving in Konayano City. But we believe the Lord has directed us to do it now. So the process of forming the new mission has already begun. We will now be relocating, here's the big news, to Mestre City, parenthesis, one of North Italy's main cities, the mainland of Venice. That's Chichi. Uh, growling a little bit, he gets a little <laughs> milk phlegm in his throat. <laughs> we got to tell him to help him cough it out. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> good boy. Uh, yeah, Mestre, one of the North Italy's main cities, which was actually a kingdom years ago. Uh, ooh, ooh, he just spit up a little milk on my leg. Good boy. All right. <laughs> uh, back to the letter here. Um, so yeah, we'll be going there rather than Colnayano City to begin reaching the lost, making disciples, and planning a new church there while at the same time building the mission and recruiting a team. Uh, Woo! Good. Little yeah. cough. Pray for that cough for his guy, huh? Uh, so, yeah, building a team, building the mission and recruiting a team and getting the groundwork going there. What does that mean? Uh, doing a variety of outreaches, uh, which we'll talk about in another episode because we don't want to go long here. Making new contacts, getting to know the city, and doing the, 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 the foundational work where the church gets built upon uh, as time goes on. Uh, so we will still be assisting the church plan in Colneano in a variety of secondaries. Well, what about Colneano? I thought I called you there. Uh, he did, to agree, to agree. We helped kick it off, get things going. And uh, at this point now, we're just going to be assisting them on the side. As they need help, we come and, and give them help. If they have, want any counsel from us, we offer it. If they want us to bring a group of evangelist team type thing, we'd be happy to do that as able. Uh, and through friendship, we'll continue a report and pray for them and be with them in that way. So assisting, is that's the end goal that the Lord had for us 
for the idea of the Kulneano church plant. And now it's going to be a, a secondary matter. Last section here. Starting the new mission now in a new city was not on our radar at all. And we would not have even considered it when the door opened because we don't like changes. But we were reminded of who? Paul in Acts 16. Paul in Acts 16. Who's Paul? He's an apostle and he's much better and uh, at church planting than we are. Uh, much better Christian than we are. And um, better evangelist, better teacher, smarter, everything better than we are. And uh, what did we see from Paul in Acts 16? The apostle, he had to be redirected more than once, more than twice, uh, while en route to where he believed the Lord was calling him. So even a guy like him at times, okay, I'm going to that city, that's where the Lord's leading me. Ah, Then we hear uh, he didn't find comfort there in his spirit because Titus wasn't there, or whoever it was. It might have been Titus. Uh, we read about that in Second Corinthians. And then the Holy Spirit stopped him in another place, in Asia, this, that. And then in, he had a vision in the night, and he determined, ah, I'm called to go preach there in Macedonia. Uh, we didn't have it that, uh, you know, that drastic of an experience, uh, but nonetheless, the same idea. Uh, we were redirected once moving. Um, we also think of Philip in Acts 8, who was led to the eunuch for his salvation. When did it happen? It happened while he was already en route, not while he was stationary. And here's a... Uh, something we share with all of you that we experience in this season and it could be for you today also. This happens to a lot of us at times as we're following Jesus Christ. And the important thing is when we follow, we're actually moving and we're involved in doing things like he says. Here's the point. Most time it seems that the Lord can best direct us <laughs> only when we are already moving. Just like boats are only turned once they are already moving. You can imagine that a boat is real hard to turn if it's just sitting still. But when it's moving, it takes just a tiny little rudder. And then it changes entire directions. Same thing with us. This may be true in your life right now as well. The indication that you are seeking, you may not get until you take the first step. Until you take the first step. Uh, obviously, we're not talking about... Uh, highly debatable things here, or even sinful things that you should do. This is, this is for the God-fearing born-again follower of Jesus Christ, desiring with all his heart to do God's will, fearful that he might not be doing it, which is a good sign. If you never fear that you might be making a mistake and not doing what God wills for you to do, if you, ever, if you never fear that, you should be alarmed. That probably means you think too highly of your own reasoning, your own thoughts. You trust more in yourself than you do on the Lord. Uh, it is a good sign to be a little bit fearful. Am I doing really what the Lord wants? Is this really the Lord's will? Otherwise, you're kind of like uh, Paul or Saul in the Old Testament, assuming he knew what God wanted. And we know from experience that was wrong. He was actually in sin and then was uh, replaced. Mm. Last paragraph as we close out. Don't want to make this any longer than it is. Lord willing, we will remain now in Mestre for five to eight years to reach the lost, make disciples, be used by God to form His church and then to train Italian pastors. As soon as the Practical Missions Cohort mission is, a full, is fully established and up and going, we will recruit more missionaries and interns to partner with us in this work. For this, we invite you to join us daily in prayer. Thank you from our hearts. To God be the glory in His grace. Jesse and Jerry V. Closing verse, Acts 16, verse 10 says, Concluding that... God had called us to preach the gospel to them. To them, yeah. That's Paul in that 
changing moment. We do have a list of prayer requests. It's on here. I, I would just go to our website, check out our latest prayer requests there. And we'll just leave you one. The big one right now is we need to find a, a home, a place to live. Uh, we knew about it, and now we know firsthand that August in Italy, you cannot get anything done. We knew this already, but now we really know it. Because uh, we thought things were changing a little bit, and we'd have a little more uh, ability to find a house. But apparently the entire month, every place we call about a house to rent, you know, an apartment... They say, ah, call me at the end of the month or the beginning of next in September. Why? Mm-hmm. Because so-and-so is already on vacation and they go away for a month. Or they, And then I ask, well, is there nobody in your agency that can show us an apartment that's on your site you know, for rent and we can begin working? No, I, I just don't know how. That's so-and-so's job and they'll be back at the end of the month. <laughs> okay. Everything shuts down in Italy uh, in the month of August. So now we know firsthand all new people who come with us, we will never ask you to come in the month of August because you will not have any success finding a place. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we mention this because we need a sort of miracle. We need to find a place. Uh, our contract ends here at the end of September. or I mean, the beginning of September. We have to be out. Someone else comes in. Uh, so we got to move out. Thankfully, friends of ours, uh, the Wells family, not too far from here, about an hour, they, uh, they love us. They care about us. They're friends. They're gospel ministers and partners in the gospel. And they have extra space. One of their daughters moved back to the States. We can put our stuff in a garage they have. And live out of a room until we do find a solution. Uh, but we don't want to be an inconvenience to them, even though for them they're so loving and kind and good family, Christian people, wonderful. It's not an inconvenience. It's still, you know, it's it's hard and we don't want to put that kind of pressure on others. Uh, so pray for us for that, that we find a place. We did find one that we like, actually two. But nobody's around, they're closed, so we're kind of, there's nothing we can do unless we would break into the place and, and live in it. But that you just don't do, obviously. Uh, so we need, uh, but we need them to get off vacation a little earlier, and uh, the last couple of days of the month be able to fix a contract real quick and get in as soon as possible. So join us in prayer for that if you could. We really, really appreciate that. Thanks for everything, guys. Chi Chi says hi to you. He's here. He's got a six-month-old baby shirt on, even though he's only four months. He's fat. He's happy. Praise God for that. He's doing well. The one kidney is not slowing him down. Pray for that little cough, though. It does sound funny, although it's been that way since his birth. So continue to pray for him. Continue to pray for him, yeah. And we hope to meet you guys soon. Uh, we'll let you meet him, actually. Uh, we're not planning a trip just yet back to the States. First, we're going to get things set up here and get the groundwork going in Mestre. Uh, begin evangelizing there on a daily basis, sowing the gospel seed. And, uh, and then at a certain time, we'll come back to do some promotion and finalizing of the mission stuff and, and begin getting more folks involved. Uh, anything else you want to say, Jeremy? Mm-hmm. Eh, that's it for now. we got a ton of other stuff for you, but we'll give you to it a little bit at a time. We don't want to go long, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it for now. That's the newsletter, quarterly newsletter, August 2016. A couple of updates. There's photos on there. If you want to see them, you can go to the website, uh, practicalmissions.com. Um, yeah, that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank Hope you're encouraged. You. Be encouraged. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your participation. Thank you for your money. Thank you for your help. Please continue to pray. Continue to give. And continue to stay tuned to what God is doing in Italy today. Pray for Italy. Pray for the people. Love you guys. God bless. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. ciao.
If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the Church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.